Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Rear Gear, hosted by Redbird Speed. We are here to talk to you about housings, axles, differential parts, and brakes. We hope to give you a little education, provide some technical support, product reviews, and interviews. Hopefully, this will save you some time, money, headache, or heartache throughout your build. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Rear Gear. Today, we are going to talk about Explorer Brakes. So a lot of people have parts around their shop that they want to utilize on whatever they're building. And, you know, if you got a mild streetcar, custom truck, whatever you might be working on, and you want to use those Explorer brakes, we have a way to make that happen for you. Yeah, we, we can uh, make the Ford Explorer brakes work. Uh, we use a big Ford new style Torino housing end uh, to do that. Uh, this would be a bolt-in style end. Uh, where the factory axle that was used for an Explorer brake was a C-clip axle. So we would have to send a retainer plate and uh, make a little shim to put between the retainer plate and the bearing to make sure that everything's held in there. Uh, But that's something that we can walk you through. It's a pretty simple process. Another thing to talk about when doing the Explorer disc brake is you've got to have an access hole in your flange to access the T-bolt nuts through the internal parking brake mechanism. So going back to the first thing you said, the housing end. So those those are the nine inch ends that you're gonna weld to the end of your tube. So the four holes that hold those T-bolts and hold that disc brake bracket on, those do line up perfectly with the, the Explorer disc brake caliper bracket. So you get them T-bolts coming through the backside of the housing end after you've got your ends welded on, put your caliper bracket up there, and there is a shim that you got to drop on before putting on the bearing. So that shim is going to fill that void where the caliper bracket is. So if you think about that, the bearing's in the housing end, you got your caliper bracket, so there's a void between the bearing and the retainer plate that's on the outside of that caliper bracket. That shim fills that void in the middle. Retainer plate goes on the outside, sandwiches it all together. So pretty pretty slick little setup to utilize a set of Explorer brakes you have sitting around your shop. Yeah, you know, you get these guys that... They- they want to put a nine inch or a 12 bolt or whatever the case may be. And they just don't have enough money to get the brakes that they want right away. Um, you know, I don't know how many salvage yards or junkyards across the country that these Explorer brakes are sitting in. Um, but it's gotta be a lot and, um, they're pretty inexpensive. Uh, you can get parts right for them at the parts store. So if you need new caliper, if you need a new, new set of pads, Uh, Whatever the case may be, uh, put a fresh coat of paint on the calipers to make them look nice. Uh, Pretty inexpensive. Also, the awesome part about it is down the road, if you get tired of those Explorer disc brakes and you want to get into a bare, Willwood, any kind of aftermarket disc brake kit, you're using a big Ford New Style N. It's still got the two and a half inch offset and you still have the opportunity to go to a really nice large brake kit down the road at the end of the day every brake company out there has a kit for the big ford new style Torino two and a half inch offset that's going to be your that's going to be your industry standard i mean that's really what we use on everything we can absolutely so get something real common utilize something you have around your shop or an inexpensive brake kit that you can pick up at your local salvage yard so pretty good for pretty good for a mild street car or something like that um, with room to grow in the future. Yeah, we also have um, different housing ends. Uh, we've got some hybrid ends. Uh, if you've got a you know a late seventies or you know late sixties to seventies 
end of the eighties truck that you want to utilize a drum from. We've got a housing end to go with that. Uh, we can make your drum brakes work with a, off of a, you know, Camaro or Chevelle. We've got a hybrid end for that and a, and a bolt-in end. Uh, so we can do quite a few different brake, factory brake applications with the housing ends that we have. And there's even other options for like uh, later Mustangs, like uh, SN95, like 94-04 disc brakes. we got bolt-in style ends for those. Uh, we have 05 to 14 housing ends so for the Mustangs. So we, uh, we did talk about previously already about the uh, Camaro disc brakes. We did a podcast on those, so kind of explaining how those you have a flush mount in, bearing comes loose, drop the, you know, drop the caliper bracket on before installing the bearing. So that's a nice little setup. But if you have any questions, like if you have a set of brakes around your shop or you want to ask us about them, there's a good chance, you know, we might be able to help you out with that or if not, point you in the right direction. Yeah, I always like to tell people, Aaron, that we're always available on the phone. We don't want to push people to buy from us. We want you to call to ask questions. We want you to be comfortable. Again, you don't have to call to buy from us. You can call to ask questions. That's what we're here for. We're a community, and we want to help the car community. Certainly. So have any questions, give us a ring. We appreciate you listening, and thanks for your support. Have a good day. All right, everyone, thanks for joining us on The Rear Gear, hosted by Redbird Speed. If you have any questions, you can contact us, 260-301-2424, on our website, redbirdspeed.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Be sure to like the show, give us a subscribe, leave a review. Any of that helps with the algorithm. We appreciate your support, and thanks for listening. Have a good day.